0: Welcome to the first ever episode of No Pucks Given. My name is Max, and I'm here with Carson. Carson, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself?
0: Pretty good. Um, why don't you get us started off with Gretzky uh, turning 60 yesterday?
1: Yeah, the greatest to ever do it, number 99, turned 60. Uh, he was the He's still the all-time leader to this day in goals-assisted points with 894 goals. Uh, 1,963 assists for a total of 2,857 points, which is an amazing stat line, if I do say so myself. I mean, like, many other players can do that.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing, and the only player I think in the near future who would ever pass him would be Alex Ovechkin, but
1: yeah, and, I think he's going to be holding think, that
0: title for a while.
1: Yeah. Alex Ovechkin is getting closer though. He's, I think he's hit 800 goals already. He's getting there. I I don't think like he's he 800? He 800 800 and,
0: and he's also getting. He's hit.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he's on a good team with many good players like Tom Wilson, yeah. Evgeny Kuznetsov, uh, Nicholas Backstrom. Like he's got a lot of good players to work with, so having I mean, a guy eventually like Tom Wilson on your team
0: is awesome. You got you're you're in there. You're scoring goals while Tom Wilson defends your type, defends you, and you, you don't even have to worry about getting hurt that much.
1: Yeah, and Alex Ovechkin, being the player he is, he's already that tough kind of guy, so he doesn't have to worry about getting hurt <laughs> at all. Anyway, he he's not afraid to throw a hit or two either.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, Gretzky also has won four Stanley Cups, nine Hart trophies, and two Conn Smythe. Big. Uh, Big resume for the, the greatest there. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else will be able to ever get to those numbers, but I'm sure someone will eventually be able to. Eventually, I don't know when, but for one day.
0: Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the Line A for Dubois trade?
1: Honestly, I think Columbus won that trade because Line A, everyone says Line A needs Mark Scheifele or Blake Wheeler on the line. He doesn't really, because in Finland before he was ever drafted, he never had anyone of that caliber on his line. So
0: yeah.
1: to say that he needs top players on his line to be able to score, he doesn't. He's a natural goal scorer. He can shoot from anywhere. He's able to score uh, with ease, and he's got that wicked shot. So he's not. It, it does. He doesn't uh, need that much help, but it's good to have some support. So on a team like Columbus, where he's got Cam Atkinson uh Oliver Bjorkstrand and he's got Seth Jones and Warenski on the point to back them up and like yeah they've got a pretty good goaltending duo as well Corpus Hollow and uh Elvis Murslickens like their team is just gonna be great especially with lining up
0: yeah I'm just gonna throw another perspective on here and say that the Jets won the trade you're trading a skilled player for a top nine player or a skilled player and a top-nine player for a third-round pick and a franchise, a possible franchise-changing tra- ch- player. Um, and you're freeing up some much-needed cap space, which I just think is a big win for the Winnipeg Jets.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the cap space is always good to get rid of. I mean, you need some for, I don't know, a big free agent signing sometime in the near future, too. Like, It's always good to have some is cap space available to be able yeah. to kind of move it around and use it especially, like, a team with the Winnipeg Jets, like, now that they have a little bit more, they can maybe go and sign a, another great free agent this, this offseason.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully they do, and they can, mm-hmm. they could really build a dynasty off that trade, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois also, well, like I already said, that it already feels like home for him, like. That that must be a good thing to hear as a Winnipeg Jets fan. Like he feels comfortable, yeah. he feels um, I don't know how to say, he feels happy in Winnipeg, whereas yeah. he didn't feel comfortable, he didn't feel happy in Columbus, which ended up with him getting traded. So, I mean, I think that's what he wanted, and, yeah, and Linee also some... wanted out of Winnipeg. So, I well,
0: mean, it worked out I... for both sides. I was looking into the trade and I read, I was reading articles and this one is from a Finnish, a Finnish website. Um, Lion A basically said the reason he wanted out of Winnipeg was because Wheeler and Shifley were basically bullying him in the hmm. locker room and it, he didn't feel like it was a comfortable environment.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate to hear. I mean, someone of his top talent, I mean, why would you bully him? Like he's one of your better players you want to keep him on your team. I, uh, he's a great player. I just think
0: they didn't I just think um they didn't want him taking over the cap the captain. Didn't want him taking the C from him and
1: Yeah, but I don't think he'd be even at that level. I mean Blake Wheeler and Mark Shifley are both in line, so whenever Blake Wheeler retires or gets traded or something like that, I think Mark Shifley will automatically take the C from him because he's Yeah. He's honestly their best player. And yeah, then there's Line a, who would probably get an A on his jersey at the most, but I don't think he'd get the C any anytime soon.
0: Yeah, well, I'd say like if Line A was still there, Winnipeg Jets fans definitely would want to see him in with a letter on his jersey. But that's oh for sure not gonna yeah. happen now that Columbus is gonna have a pretty good team mm-hmm. with Pierre-Luc Dubois. Their starting center gone. Max Domi is gonna be playing up at the first line center, probably with Line A on wing, which.
1: That I right think it's going to
0: be
1: a, a good line duo. Yeah. yeah Yeah and some other NHL news Jack Campbell is out weeks Not sure how many yet There haven't been any releases yet about it With a leg injury uh, So Frederick Anderson Started last night against the Flames And I'm assuming will be the starter for A couple weeks or a few weeks Who knows um, Miko Koivu made his Blue Jackets debut last night um, Philip Cheadle of the New York Rangers Is out four to six weeks With an upper body That hurts the Rangers a bit I mean he was a great player for them So far this season And
0: yeah. kind of
1: sucks to see someone like him Go out with an injury like that For especially that amount of time Yeah um, And in good news David Pashnak could make his 2021 debut This Saturday against the Capitals What do you think of that?
0: Oh well, I'm kind of happy he's getting back out there. He's a fun player to watch play. I just he's a great goal scorer. And before um, I heard he was out for the time for the time he was, he was my um, he was who who he was who I thought was going to be the top scorer this uh, season. But yeah, I don't think that's possible player. anymore. Well, there's a chance depending on how he performs, but. For now, since he's out, I think obi has got that one for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I think Nathan McKinnon will probably be the top scorer this year with Alex Ovechkin missing some time with being out with COVID, especially yeah. in, with a few of his good teammates as well being out. But, um, yeah, I think I think Nathan McKinnon will probably be able to get to top goal scorer name this year. Um, now let's move on to some rookies who have, who've impressed you. Who do you who do you have right now that's impressed you so far this year?
0: Well, I'll give you my top three so far, like in order. Number three, I have uh, Alexander Romanov. He's just he has a goal and an assist, and he's just being playing like an absolute beast on the in the defensive zone. I think that he definitely has an astonishing career ahead of him, and he's gonna have uh, one hell of a season. Um, Number two, I have Tim Stutzla. Um, he's just, and I'd say he's an all-around good player, and he has great hand eyes We saw in his first NHL goal. Mm-hmm. I think he's just going to be a great player. Um, yeah, especially and, that, on, and number uh, one, go ahead.
1: Oh, All yeah, right, I was going to say, especially on that line that he's on now, because he was with Dadonov and uh, Derek Stefan, but now he's moved up to a line with uh, Chris Tierney and, I believe, who was it on that line as well? Uh, oh, Chris Tierney and uh, Austin Watson. Yeah. So now that he's on that line, he's got someone to protect him, and he's got another great player to pass to within Chris, uh, with Chris Tierney as well, because Chris Tierney is a great goal scorer, and he can also set up plays for Tim so.
0: Um, And my first, I think it's obvious who I'm going with here, is Grill Kaprizov. He's just... His, uh, he's played better than uh, my expectations ha- have been for him, and he's definitely worth the wait. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it's crazy. I, he was drafted five years ago.
0: I think he has potential to be a top three forward by the end of this year.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's already got six points in, uh, I believe, four games. I think he's played yes. four games. Yeah, I'm not four sure. Games. I think
0: it's four, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I believe the Minnesota Wild have played four games, and he's played in every single one of them.
0: If you saw him messing around with the puck um before um after the prac, after their um after Minnesota's practice, he uh, you can just see him it's on the No Pucks given pod Instagram. Um yeah. on the uh, story, Insta I think. Story. Yeah. Yeah. Um it just shows he, he has great hand to eye and he definitely has an amazing career ahead of him.
1: Yeah, for sure, he was. Uh, he impressed everyone in the KHL. He impressed everyone at the Olympics that one year, and that's the reason why the Minnesota picked him, or the Minnesota Wild picked him. Sorry, and uh, it's great to see him playing now, anyways. Because yeah, I mean, if he wasn't going to play that year, I'm surprised he didn't even play the next year. After he waited five years to come to the NHL, I guess he took all that time to develop his skills and work on everything. And now look at him; he's got six points in four games. Like that's a great rookie definitely start anyway. worth it. Oh, for sure, yeah. And he was a third-round pick, not even a first or second.
0: For Minnesota, a team that has made the playoffs, what, eight, of, eight out of ten times in the last ten years?
1: Uh, I believe so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think this has potential to take them somewhere.
1: Oh, but for sure, yeah. He's... More than
0: just the first round, more than the second yeah. round. Yeah. Get up there and possibly, they could even be cup contenders. It just depends really how the team chemistry is and how they all play together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I got my uh, my top three is uh, got Niles Hoglander at number three, and just like you, I have Toots Stutzel at number two, and then I got Kaprizov at one as well. I mean, Ho- Hoglander, watching him play against the Senators, he's a great passer. He's a, he's yeah. so quick. I I've never seen a rookie so quick, other than McDavid. But like this kid is so fast, and he's able to make plays off his off like the turn of the blade. Like he's so quick. He's so quick-witted he's got that hockey IQ of like a two-year veteran like he's he's really good as well yeah. he can he has puck skills if he saw the goal that he scored in the World Juniors a couple years ago yeah so I mean um, he, he'll be a great player
0: yeah who's your prediction for Calder
1: I have Stutzel. if he can keep playing the way he's playing I mean he's not he doesn't have many goals he's only got one he doesn't have many assists either I think he's only Or no he doesn't have an assist yet But even though he's only got the one point so far, he's only played in four games now. No, yeah, four games now. So the fact that he's only played in four games and he got a goal in his second game, not even his first, I mean, it's still a good start. He's only gotten into the league now. I mean, Kirill Kaprizov has had five years to practice in the KHL and he's played in the Olympics. He's had all this time to work on his skills where Stutzel's been playing in the DEL. He's been training for this moment his whole life and it's only his first year so can't expect too much out of him but I still think he'll probably win it
0: yeah for me I before the season started I definitely thought it was going to be Tim Stutzla but now I just have to give it to uh, Kaprizov he's six he had again six points four games he's an absolute beast and he has yeah. very like high potential for his oh, upcoming, for sure. upcoming career
1: yeah. and to be able to do that on a team like the Minnesota Wild I mean They don't have too many players to work with, but they still have a good solid forward core where he can set up other players as well for those assists. I mean, five assists. assists—like He must be passing the puck a lot and setting up a lot of players, which is a good thing to see out of a rookie anyways, because usually all they want is goals, but to see someone set up so many plays and get a lot of assists for it is good as well.
0: Yeah. That's why I think a lot of these rookies, you see them... Yeah, again, they obviously develop over the next few years, but in, even in their second year, you see such an improvement of them try, trying to set up plays more and stuff like that. When, yeah. you're, when it's your first few games, you're out there, you're not really thinking about passing to your teammates and setting up plays. You're mostly just out there, and you're like, oh, I want to get my first goal.
1: And, yeah, trying to impress your coaches and management to make sure that you stay on the team. Because I mean... Yeah. You see a lot of players get drafted in the first round. Some some of them make it, some of them don't, you know? Like Jack Jack Quinn out of the OHL got drafted eighth overall by the Buffalo Sabres. He hasn't played an NHL game yet, but he's on their taxi squad, so it's just only a matter of time, especially with all this COVID uh, rules coming up with the NHL. I mean, anyone could make a, a splash in the NHL if they get off that taxi squad. Especially Jack Wynn, cause he because he is a great player. I mean, he had 52 goals in uh, 50 games. Like, that's almost a goal a game plus. Yeah. And he's had lots of... He's a great passer as well. He's got great hands. I mean, I, I'd i love to see him play eventually.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him up there on Buffalo, and I think we'll see that, if not this year, next year.
1: Yeah, hopefully. But I mean, he's a great yeah. prospect. Yeah. Um. Now, I have a segment I want to do with you. Breakout year and a downfall year. All Who right. Who do you have? What players do you have having a breakout year this year?
0: Well, we already talked about rookies, and I'm going to say Kaprizov. that's not really breakout, though. It's his first season. You're just learning to see him play. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go over um, Nick Suzuki. I just think last year he had 13 goals, and... He, he was he was a good player, and he's that first line centerman in the future that Montreal is going to need to make the playoffs and win some games. And he's really helping them so far with his assists. He's on a six game point streak, which is um, so he's got a point per game at least, if not more. Um, yeah, he's one of my main players up there, and um, Jack Campbell, as you saw in the game, uh against um, the Flames. He just played an absolutely amazing game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's too um, bad to see him get hurt, especially having a great game against the Senators as well and then having yeah. another great one against the Flames. I mean, he's probably proven to uh, management that he could also be a starter eventually as well. Yeah. Now, I have Bobby Ryan having a breakout year. I have Me, Yamamoto. Romanov, Stutzel, and Hughes. Jack Hughes, that is. I mean, Jack Hughes is having a great year so far. He's got, I believe, Mm -hmm. a goal and a bunch of assists. Uh, Romanov, great defenseman, especially for Montreal. I mean, they strive on great defensemen. They've always had great defensemen come out of that team. Stutzel, talked about him earlier. Lots of development needed, but still, great player. I mean, he's only played in four games, like I said. He hasn't got much playing time. He's on that third line with Tierney and Watson. So eventually, he'll probably get more ice time. me. Uh, that Philly team, that whole Philly team is going to have a breakout year, I think. They're just having a great year so far. I think they'll come out on top in their division. And yeah. then Bobby Ryan, he's been lighting it up for the Red Wings. Even if the Red Wings are the, one of the worst teams in the league, I mean, Bobby well, Ryan's been finding a way to light it up somehow.
0: <laughs> they've actually been doing pretty good so far. Yeah. So. I mean, they're not doing the best, but they're doing pretty good, especially in their own division.
1: Yeah. But with I mean, it's Car- also with the Carolina,
0: With Carolina out for the last few games. Yeah. It's... No, I, I don't think Detroit is going to go anywhere this season. I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs, but...
1: No, probably not. But still, the fact that Bobby Ryan, a player who's been suffering yeah. with some issues, but now he's recovered and he's been proving that he can be way better. And I mean, like, seeing this year... Like, yeah, I would have loved if he would have stayed on Ottawa, personally. But yeah. seeing him have a breakout year, I'm just happy for the guy. I mean, it's great to have a good year, and especially on a team like that, like, lots of talent. Especially with their defense now. All their defensemen are younger and yeah, building up a franchise throughout that. But hopefully they'll be better in the near future. Yeah. And then... Uh, who do you have having a downfall season?
0: Um, I have Max Domi in there. He isn't playing that good. <clears throat> uh, Tristan Jari.
1: Yeah, that's that's unfortunate for him. I mean, he's playing on a team with Evgeny Malkin, Gunsell, Crosby, all defenseman, and Chris Letang, and other players such like. It's it's too bad. I mean, he's not the best goalie, but still. You'd think with and that then, type of those type of players in front of him, he'd be yeah. able to stop some pucks. But he's not. He hasn't been doing good at all this year, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. And then again, I have Alexis Lafreniere. Um, Casey Smith has more points than him, and he's a goalie, so that kind of made me laugh when I saw that. Hmm. Uh kind You gotta feel bad for the guy, but he's yeah. just.
1: Yeah. He still got his whole season ahead of him, but still, so far, yeah. it's not. It's not a great start. Yeah, I got Wayne Simmons, Dylan Larkin, Roman Yossi, and Rasmus Dahlin. I mean, Rasmus Dahlin, playing on a good Buffalo team as of right now, they're doing okay. Um, it's just he hasn't been doing that well. I mean, he's been turning over the puck a lot. He's not the greatest skater as he once was. And yeah. Buffalo needs that defense to step it up a little bit to help out their goalie. And Wayne Simmons, yeah. after, as soon as he'd signed with Toronto, he hasn't been the same. I mean, he's been trying to fight a lot of people. He hasn't been playing the way he used to play with, fit, like, with teams like Philly and all that.
0: Yeah, um, well, we're on the topic of rookies now. Um. Cole Perfetti, seconds ago, I just got the notification, actually. He just got moved down to the Jets' taxi squad.
1: Oh, there we go. That's good. Yeah. Can't wait to see him play. He's been a... He's been hyped up prospect as well. I'm surprised he only went that far down. I'm surprised he went that far down in the draft. I thought he was going to go a lot higher.
0: Yeah, and honestly, what we've seen in Alexis Lafreniere so far, I don't even think he should have been a first round pick. Well, maybe late first round, like so far. Yeah. But what we saw him in the World Juniors last year was something special, and he's just not—he's not living up to the hype.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, he's been playing against kids his age. All his career, like in the World Juniors, in the Q. Yeah. Now he's playing against grown men in that division that he's playing in. What division is, are the Rangers in again? The East now. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that why. East division, um, that East division is why, gnarly. I mean, they got so many good teams in there. So, I mean, he's playing against bigger guys, uh, better teams, and the Rangers honestly are not one of the better teams in that division. So I don't feel that he'll have a great yeah. year, regardless.
0: Um. Uh, that's why usually rookies coming out of um, Russia and Europe, and like Tentsutsula, Romanov, Kaprizov, they're over there playing in Europe, playing against yeah. grown men. Then they come to the NHL, and yeah. they're still playing against grown men who are just a little bit better.
1: Exactly. So, I mean, half of the guys that play in the KHL now, anyway, have been playing in the chel- the NHL for years.
0: I mean, yeah. look at
1: Pavel Datsuk, Yarmer Yager's been playing in a league somewhere. Um yeah a, couple other, track. yeah, a couple older Russian players and a few American actually, a few Americans actually have been playing in Sweden and Czechoslovakia and all that those places. I mean, so you're still playing against N- ex NHL players as well. So that you, they have that experience, they have that skill. So the younger players coming over from Europe. That's why I think Austin Matthews is such a great player because he played in Europe against older men. For those years that he played for the, the Lions So when he got drafted first yeah. overall You only imagined What he could do in the, the NHL And he showed what he could do in the first game Where he scored four goals against Ottawa
0: Yeah He's, It's pretty special watching These guys play
1: Yeah, yeah Now We're going to do something real quick Pick your top five players And build a starting lineup out of it
0: yeah, I was not prepared for that. Well, at <laughs> at center, I'm gonna have uh, Leon Dreisaitl. Now, hold up, could I put multiple centers on the forward line? Because that really is gonna change you, change you all. Play. I mean,
1: I wasn't gonna say you could, but I guess so. Yeah, I mean, that's the way the fantasy is working this year. Anyway, you just pick by forward. You don't pick by a specific position, so you might as- yeah. just go ahead.
0: All right. So then I'd put um, McKinnon with McDavid up on the first line, and I'd like uh, Kyle Connor just played amazing last year you can't not want that guy he's playing
1: great this year as well too
0: yeah um i have connor helbuck and goalie for defense uh that's a harder one it's gonna be victor hedman and shea weber probably
1: yeah i got kyle connor as well i got him at my left wing position then mcdavid at center and Konechny at right wing. Konechny's been having a great year, having that hat trick in his third game, I believe. And McDavid as well, having a hat trick one game. Like Those yeah. two have been having a great year, especially with their team that they have. And Kyle Connor as well, having a great year. Um, at defense, I got Makar and Ivan Provorov. Um, Kale Makar is just, he's, he's just good. That's all I got to yeah. say. He's just yeah. good. I mean he only when his rookie year was cut short because he decided to stay back and play in the frozen four with the University of Massachusetts and ended up winning that then I believe the next week, flew into Colorado, played for the Colorado Avalanche, scored his first goal, assisted a couple and ended up winning that game and ended up winning the, the Calder that year. I mean, like that's quite a start. Coming in halfway and, well, through the was, year and, and doing short, that.
0: And it was a shortened season anyway. Yeah. He didn't even play that many games and
1: no. No, I didn't play that many games and somehow won the Calder and only came in halfway through the year after winning the Frozen Four. I mean, that's quite the accomplishment in my opinion. I mean, like, you don't yeah. do something like that normally. Especially as a rookie. I mean, coming in and scoring a goal in your first game. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's surrounded by talent in the Colorado Avalanche team with Nathan McKinnon, Rantanen, Graves, now Devin Landeskog. Landis Gogg. Uh, yeah. Burakovsky too as well. And their uh, Philip Grubauer, their goalie has also been playing really well this year.
0: Yeah, well, he it was the slow start of the first game when they lost 4-1 to the Blues, but
1: but then they came then back he, and won 8-0. He nothing. turned
0: it he turned it right around and
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had a great game that second game against the Blues, turning it around and somehow beating them 8-nothing. It was it was just fun to yeah. watch. Um and then as I said, Provorov, he's been having a great year with the Flyers as well. Just like Konechny, they're both putting up points. They're both providing teammates with assists, scoring some goals. I mean, they both look well. And I can't wait to see what the Philly Flyers do this year. I mean, they could go far. I mean, I could I could say they could go even as far as going to the Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, I think they're that good this year.
0: I don't think they would win. Uh, oh, no, I don't, no, think, I don't think they would win. I don't think they're Cup contenders necessarily, but I think they could Make it to the Eastern Conference finals. I I can't see them making it to the Stanley Cup finals yet.
1: I think they make an argument for it. I mean, they can probably make it, and I still think they're going to make it to the finals. I mean, they're just that good this year. I mean, they've been playing on top of their game. Carter Hart's been having a rough start, but everyone else has been having a great start. I mean, Konechny, Provorov, Hayes, Joel Farabee had that great first game. I mean, they're, they're a rolling on all cylinders. Their goalies just need a little bit of work. But other than that, they're having a great season so far. And then at goalie, I got my boy, Jacob Markstrom. He's been having a great season. He's made a few beautiful saves. I still get oh, yeah. over the one he made against Winnipeg, where he slid over the crease, no stick, nothing, just grabbed. Oh, it was beautiful. I yeah. nearly jumped. But, um, yeah, he's going to have a great season with that Flames team. They're so much better than... What I anticipated this year, after watching them play a few games, regardless of how many losses they have, I still think they're one of the better teams in the North Division.
0: Yeah, and like, I, I honestly, everybody thought the East Division was going to be crazy and it was going to be all the hype, and, and that's where all the good teams were. But after watching a few games in the North Division, like between lots of the different teams, almost, I watched almost all, every matchup there was. I watched yeah. every team. And I just think that's the top division this year. They're going to be the division that's the most competitive between the yeah. top four. And my top four is going to be um, the Flames, Jets, Habs, and Leafs, not in any specific order. But yeah. I think those teams are going to have – those are where we're going to see really good, tough games with 3-2, 2-1, two, two lower game scoring. Uh, yeah won't be too much lighting it up and it's just going to be really good hockey to watch
1: yeah yeah one team that surprised me out of that division was the Canucks they haven't been as good as the last few years I mean they, they're having a rough start but yeah. I'm sure they'll pick it up eventually I mean they got great talent and Elias Pedersen Quinn Hughes and they got great veterans on that team as well and it's too bad that uh Braden Holdby can't play right now but they got Thatcher Demko, and now he's not a bad goalie they beat seven they beat Ottawa 7-3 a couple nights ago I mean yeah. I stopped watching after the second period. Seven to one, were, I believe. Was it no it was seven to three, I believe.
0: Ottawa and Canucks.
1: Was it seven
0: one? Seven one. Montreal right. beat the Canucks seven to three.
1: Well I'm losing in Spain, of? but without the S. Um <laughs> that just ruined my day. But anyway, don't worry about it. Um <laughs> just a sad sense fan here. Anyway. Oh yeah. I just think that the Sens are not going to have a great year. Hopefully, we can somehow secure a good draft spot because um, there's a lot of great rookies coming in next year. I mean, Owen Power, Luke Hughes, Karsten Lambos, uh, Atu Rati, like lots of great European prospects as well. Like a few goalies, Jesper Yalst- Valstead, like lots of great prospects coming in. But we'll get to that in another episode. This has been the first episode. We will see you guys on the flip side. Peace out.
0: Take a look around me Taking pages from a magazine Been looking for the answers Ever since we were 17 you know the truth can be a weapon to fight this world of ill intentions a new answer to the same question how many times will you learn the same lesson